Hey, everybody, this is Corbett Barr. Hi, this is Eric Enga. Hey there, this is Brian Horn, and you are listening to Traffic Jam. Coming to you in your speakers from Dubai to all around the globe. This is James Reynolds Traffic Jam Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, what's up? This is the Traffic Jam Podcast, episode number 50. Now, I feel like I should be opening up this show with some trumpets and a fanfare to celebrate half a century of episodes, but I'm not going to do that. Instead, I just want to acknowledge you, the listener, every single guest that's been a part of Traffic Jam, plus, of course, the awesome Veravo team for helping put these past 50 episodes together. Thank you to each and every one of you. I've certainly myself enjoyed these past 50 shows and I hope you have too. And in fact, if you haven't had a chance yet to dig through some of the earlier episodes, I strongly recommend that you do go back to the back catalogue. I might be slightly biased here, but I believe the strength and range of guests that we've had on this show is pretty hard to match. So go check out some of those earlier episodes. There's some real gems in there. So what's coming up on the 50th show? Well, we're going to be joined in just a moment by Brian Horn, and he's the guy that Dan Kennedy, Lloyd Irving and Vanilla Ice go to to get more exposure online. But before we get to Brian, I want you to do this one thing. Open up your browser, go to this address, www.trafficjamcast.com forward slash 50 because I've put together a special authority marketing mind map that will help you understand and implement the strategies shared on this show. So go to trafficjamcast.com forward slash 50 right now, then we'll move on with the show. The Traffic Jam Podcast with James Reynolds. So let me introduce Brian. He is a best-selling author and more on that in the interview. And he's helped many entrepreneurs become celebrities in their space by getting them featured on some of the world's foremost media channels. He also practices what he preaches himself because he's been featured on the Wall Street Journal, ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, Forbes, Advertising Age and a dozen other media outlets. Now, Brian's goal is to find the magic in each of his clients, help them position it, get national media attention and then leverage that attention into more customers and more profits. So there you go. So now let's welcome Brian Horn, the authority marketing expert. Welcome back, listener. This is episode 50 of Traffic Jam. And joining me right here, right now, is Brian Horn. How are you, Brian? I'm excellent, James. The big number 50. Congratulations. That shows a dedication to your part. I think what most people usually get to about but what, five or 10 and then call it quits. Well, let's hope we're not uh, peaking things too early and this is not the last. Um, let's hope yeah. this is the... <laughs> <laughs> that's just a, it's a nice, uh, nice uh, little, uh, you know, th- 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 little achievement to reach number 50. That- that's impressive. Well, thanks, man. Congrats. Thanks, man. Well, it's good to have you on the show. I think today's topic is going to resonate very well with our audience. Um, Let me open up with a question. I've just looked at your website and it says that you guarantee that you can make anyone an authority in their industry within 30 days. It's a pretty bold claim. Can you really do that? Absolutely. Okay. Well, let's we've established that. What's the process? What's involved? 
Yeah. So what it is, we we go through a multi-step process. And at the beginning, it's very much of a mindset type thing and just getting people's heads right around it. So the first thing we people have to do is realize that they're they're ready to become an authority. A lot of people say, well, I have to do this first. I don't have uh, my book finished. I don't have as big of a reach as X person. And they're always comparing themselves to other people they see as you know, the, the top dogs in their industry. And so we take them back from that a little bit and say, we help them realize that they are ready right at that point. And then the next thing we do is something we call a, a micro-specialization, where we really get them to – if they're not the top person in their, in that industry – they need to go ahead and create a brand new, a brand new niche, and it's it's much easier than you think. And if you look at and a good example, of someone that did this or a company that did this is uh, Southwest Airlines when they launched into the uh, space to become an airline to compete with other airlines. There was no way they could compete with all the other ones. They're a brand new one starting off, so they created a whole new little sub niche of you know low cost airlines, and they just immediately jumped in and owned it, and still own it to this day. And so we help people do things like that. Like what I'm doing with authority marketing, um, it's not branding. It's not internet marketing. It's not SEO. It's a mixture of many of those things, a mixture of all those things. But we just created our own blue ocean where there's nobody else competing against us. And we just completely, just completely dominated in, I mean, very, very quickly. And it moves aside from even just having the only option for our for clients that want our services. It's the whole idea's gotten picked up. Where I'm writing for Huffington Post for a while. I just got signed on actually just a couple of days ago as a writer for uh, Entrepreneur Magazine, just to talk about this stuff that we're doing. So it's spreading very quickly, and it's just it's just proof that um, you know what we're talking about can really work. Yeah, well, it's an interesting marketing lesson in that, I think. And it's better to be first than to be the best quite often, right? If you can create your own category and then position yourself as the first in that category, then as you say, you've got that blue ocean all to yourself. Yeah, and it, it, abs- it absolutely works. And it, there's just, and there's so many ways you can do that also. You don't have to come with a, a brand new widget or idea. You can do that by going after a a sub niche within your own, within your own niche. So if like, if you're trying to be the, oh, like a, like if you're just trying to be like an internet marketing type person, like a internet marketing consultant, you're, you think Frank Kern is, is the the greatest. You're trying to be like him. and just a lesser version of him. You're never going to make it. Right. But if you go back and say, okay, I'm just going to help, um, uh, real estate and people. So real estate investing products with their funnels, that's gonna be my one thing. You can be you'll probably be the one and only choice very quickly and getting very specific like that. And you can charge a lot more money. You can really focus on the needs and wants and desires of that particular customer. And you so you can talk to them better and deliver what they want better. And you can spend more time just really honing your skills on that one market. And you just become much, much better at what you do and deliver a much better product. So once you've established the position, um, the category in which you want to own, what's the next step? I guess there's some mass media and exposure involved here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then what you do, you start to establish, you, you use the media and third-party verific- third party sources to verify yourself as the, the expert or the authority. But anyways, you can do that. One of the easiest ones that everybody should do is have a, is have a book. Um, and a lot of when people think of book, they think of, I have to sit down for weeks and months at a time and, and write it out and either or hire a ghostwriter or get a publisher. 
And really with, with the way books are now with Kindles being so easy to, to publish on, you can just upload a Word document to, uh, to Amazon and get that made into a Kindle. You can do fairly short books and really get your point across. And I happen to like them better. We've been doing these for people and they seem to be better received than even more traditional books. Cause you can sit down, you could have a, you know, one hour conversation with somebody like what we're having, we're having right now. And you could get that transcribed and then translated into you know, normal, you know, written English. And it would, you know, it'd probably be about a 30 to 40 page book. Not a lot, but you can get your best ideas out or get your get an idea out and uh, that can help solve the problems for your prospect. And that's really what you want. And we call those one problem, one solution books. So we try to create, well, I like create a book for a client that just solves one very specific problem of their target audience. And it's just a quick little book. And so then you're a published author. Yeah. Right. So that, that's one thing. <laughs> Second thing after that is getting your, your, um, your name out there as quoted in and featured on some other different uh, uh, well-known media sites, which is much easier now with um, one thing called uh, is known as citizen journalism, which a lot of these sites are now opening up and letting more and more non-professional journal- journalists and non-staff writers contribute content to their site. So it's much as you can go and find uh, contributors to different places. Like, like I am with Huffington Post and, um, and entrepreneur, I'm at about I think four or five other places. I'm not a paid staff writer, so anybody could literally come up to me and just say, "Hey, Brian, I saw that you're a writer for Huffington Post. I had an idea for an article. What do you think about this?" And I'll be happy to to provide you content. Now, it, it, there's so many people out there like that that are dying for for content writers that they would jump at a chance like that. Particularly if you say, "I'm going to blast my whole list and send you lots of traffic." Uh, you have an even better chance of uh, picking up on something like that. And then you get yourself positioned as an expert in one of those places. And then you can say, send out to your your list a screenshot or just say, hey, here, hey, here I am. I was uh, written about in a, uh, an article on Huffington Post about uh, you know, how to build how to build track, how to build funnels to convert the convert the high, the highest rates, and I was brought in as the expert. Right. So right then you're completely positioned yourself as an, as an expert on the topic because you, you can't help even yeah, us in the marketing world that realize, even though I've just told you how a lot of this stuff works, most, most of the articles you read are, are, are done this, this same way. It's mm-hmm. where a person is either, you know, um, hit, you know, hits up the, um, the writer, the journalist, or they have a PR person that's doing that. So it's, it's not, it's not magic. People go and do the, do this right now. And once you realize that it, it, the, the magic might be taken away, but again, nobody else, very few people actually know that <laughs> your prospects certainly, your prospects certainly don't know that it's that way, that it's really a manufactured expertise and authority. We, we call it a manufacturing authority, which it absolutely is. And everybody does this. Yeah. Like even the, even the, the big dogs, like the, uh, so the top was like in the financial, like the Dave Ramsey's and stuff. They do very calculated things to hit bestseller lists. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's, it, this is what they do. Yeah, well, I mean, there's some interesting points you've made already. One was in the intro where you said that, you know, no one's going to claim you to be the expert. You've got to claim yourself to be the expert first, right? It's, it's about owning it and believing it yourself. But then the second point is, as you said, you can't wait and expect people to come and approach you. You've got to go out there and seize those opportunities. And um, I think the availability of those opportunities, once people start trying this sort of stuff, they'd be quite surprised about, right? Oh, absolutely. And just, you know, be just the thing that people are always shocked at when they work with us, because we, ha- we we do these things for people. So we, we that's kind of what our, what our business is, is they're absolutely just just shocked and sometimes even just appalled at at how well this works because you'll do something like we'll get them 
like I said, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll write about it like in a Huffington Post article or something like that. And I said, okay, do this. Take a screenshot of your Huffington Post article, put it on your Facebook page, and just say, wow, I was just brought as an expert in Huffington Post. Thank you so much for your your uh, your support and following me all these years. It was a, this is a big deal for us. Thank you. And then if you, you want to know more about how I do this stuff, just hit me up. And they'll say that is the the most well received post they've ever done. They have the most interaction. It goes, you know, for, whatever for them it could be just you know a couple hundred share or likes or something like that. But they're just blown away by the response that they get, and that people that have been sitting on the sidelines not doing business with them for for a long time all of a sudden step up yeah. and say, "Hey, I've been following you for a while, and that one, and I saw your your post day, and I think I'm ready to start doing business with you." And that literally happens. All the time with this, it, it's absolutely crazy. And once you see the, the people think, say, "Wow, I am no smarter <laughs> now than I was was you know, 24 hours ago when these people wouldn't give me the time of day, and now all of a sudden they, you know, they're you know bowing down, and want to do business with me." And it's and it's it's just because of the little TV station logos and stuff. It's, it's absolutely crazy how that stuff works. But it's uh, we're conditioned, particularly over here in the U.S., just to believe everything we see. On, on and from the media on TV, even when you have a a negative opinion of, of the media, and you, I don't even watch the news because I just hate the news, but still, those things just are are ingrained trigger in my head. Yeah, well, it's pretty fresh. I mean, I, in fact, it was a bit of a nudge for me, right? Getting you on the show, and we'll perhaps talk about that um, in a moment. But you, a couple of days ago, got that deal to write for Entrepreneur Magazine, so I think it'd be quite interesting to perhaps divulge how you did that because. It isn't as hard as you might think. I'm, I too write for Entrepreneur Magazine here in the Middle East, and I don't want to spill the beans too much, but actually that was pretty easy to get myself on board with. It isn't a hard challenge. How did you go about getting that opportunity with Entrepreneur yourself? I applied. It's as simple <laughs> it's as that, right? <laughs> it's about as simple as that. Now, one thing, they, they do look at your... Uh, your background, your portfolio, and you know what your business is. So they're not just gonna give it to somebody who's you know, was a uh, you know, was a plumber for for most of us. All of a sudden, just got out of that and started trying to do internet marketing to let you give you an internet marketing spot. Nothing there's anything wrong with being a plumber just starting off, but they they do look at what you've done in, uh, done in the past and what you've and what you can contribute. But it really was that it really was much harder than that. It just just applied, and uh, I know a lot of people that apply and and don't get in. But um, yeah, for me, it was, it was that easy yeah. <laughs> for um, helping to post. It was that easy. Also, you can look on all these sites and they have uh, ways you can apply where you can just you know, submit. I think what I just, I think I just did an application to write for entrepreneur. I like literally Googled that and found it and sent a message into the, uh, to the editors. And it was the same way at, uh, at Huffington Post. And same way, there's another personal branding one that I write for and um, all businesses, a typical small business site. So I just have all the ones that I write for also. And it was all about the same thing, just going through and applying and going through the process. Exactly. I mean, the point is, if you can, if you can write to a decent level, and that's got to be a prerequisite. But second to that, if you're an expert in your niche, which if you followed the steps at the start of the interview, you've defined what that small category is, you are an expert. So if you can put those two pieces together, and there's a requirement for that type of content, you're in with a pretty strong chance, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Makes a difference also in how you how you're perceived also. Because I mean, once you, yeah, I got some. Anytime like when I start when I started for Huffington Post, I got the nice messages. And when I put this out for Entrepreneur, the same thing. There was some, yeah, I mean, big people, and you can really leverage this thing also. I mean, I'm not sure if, you, if what, what you've done with it so far, but you can pretty much reach out to just about anybody 
and said, do you want to write an article on entrepreneur about them and get a call back? I got, I have in the next two weeks, I have two billionaires that are well, 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 one is Mark Echo, who you know, has a really nice, has a big fashion line. The other guy is the owner of a uh, DuJour magazine. I just reached out to both and said, Hey, I've got a, um, idea for an article entrepreneur. I'd like to talk to you about it. And, um, while we're at it, can I put you on my podcast also? And they said, both said yes. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty cool what you can do with that. Yeah. And then it's self-perpetuating, right? It's this kind of, I don't know, this kind of principle of reflected light. If you can give them an opportunity then to appear in some of these places, and then you can appear alongside someone that may be perceived as being a larger authority than yourself, then that automatically raises your own profile. So it's, uh, yeah, it's very interesting where you can take some of this stuff. Yeah, we call, we call that borrowed authority. We're going to borrow theirs. We, we will we'll, we'll bring very specific people in uh, for, for these type of things. And one, because it, it is still the main, it's, it's good content. We wouldn't put somebody boring out there. We you know, put, want to put good content out there. And I want to write good articles for those places. But it's it certainly is um, a nice side benefit to get that uh, that little added exposure next to their next to their pictures for sure. Yeah. So really, a lot of this uh, focus is all about getting an earning media, but I'm sure that you'd recommend owning some media too. Uh, you recommended a book as being one of those assets. What about other platforms, perhaps a blog or a podcast? What else is sort of central to this? Podcast. I, I, I scream the, the benefits of, of podcasting for, for several reasons. One that it is, it is, it, it, it's still new and it's still, it's still trending upward. And I think as the, yeah, you know, at least over here in the U.S., a lot of the car manufacturers are being paid over the next several years by these, uh, by the um, by Apple and what um, uh, Google and uh, Clear Channel to start putting their systems in the cars and taking out the terrestrial radios. As that happens, podcasting is going to keep getting more and more popular. Um, and it's you know it's on demand entertainment. It's it's it, it, very easy to get into. And uh, inexpensive to set up. And the other thing I really like about it is that you can you can uh, really syndicate your media, or you can repur- I'm sorry, repurpose your media. Because once you have a one of these recorded, you get it transcribed, then you know, made into an article, and you can just just keep going. You can go from this one uh, audio and have you know video written stuff you're going to get it made into a series of um, series of books and you know emails and content for your listeners so much you can do with this stuff without having to create a whole bunch of new content so it's I, I love podcasting every person that comes on and tell them you got to and just if you have you know if you're Brian Horn host of the XXX show that, that's great authority also you sound awesome yeah absolutely well it's been a successful strategy for me and it sounds like it's been hugely successful for you and um i think one of the things that i really like about it like you do is the fact it's so leveraged you know you and i are having a conversation now for about 30 minutes then the team will take over and before i know it, there's a there's an episode page up and it's syndicated to itunes and stitcher and we've got transcripts going out all places and it's just me and you having a fun chat for half an hour right i mean it's yeah <laughs> it's, it's pretty awesome that's yeah, that, that's exactly what, you know, with, with ours as well. It's just, just the same way. It, it works. It works so well. And the, I like that you also keep it. And this is something we, we took us a while to learn was the, the show length. Yeah. You said you keep it like to the, you know, 30 minute or less shows. And we didn't for a while. And, um, then when we changed it, cause we realized that people were uh, you know, dropping off after a little bit, not hearing the last of it just because, and we, we did a survey and most people listened to it while they were, uh, doing cardio, which they did for about thirty minutes, so they had to get on here the first thirty minutes while they were walking on the treadmill, and not hear the hear the last fifteen minutes when we we told them some cool stuff. So we changed that up and got much better results. 
Yeah, I know. It's interesting advice. What advice have you got for actually getting podcast interviews? You use a pretty effective strategy to to uh, to get on this show. How how do you recommend others to get more, not just podcast opportunities, but just interview opportunities as a whole? Because there's nothing like being interviewed, right, as a way to increase your authority. Right. Yeah, no, a few ways. One, you're reaching out over social media works works well. It, it, that's one way. Another way is, is going through somebody else that has been on the show before. That that's a good one. If it's somebody that you that you see that was on there recently, and it's maybe a larger show, you can go, "Hey, you know, Joe, can you uh, do an intro with you know your Mike's podcast? I'd like uh, I like to talk about him getting interviewed on there, and it'd be a help if you could um, intro me." Yeah, um, yeah, and just and also do the, if you have a your own podcast, getting them on first <laughs> works also, and and ask to ask to interview them. And the other thing is just most. People say yes to these interviews. I really have rarely have had somebody say say no or not respond within reason. I mean, I, since I'm, I you know, have these other things I can leverage now, I'm able to go after some of these the the Mark Echoes and some of these other ones. We're going to go after some of the, the Shark Tank people next. I'm able to leverage that. But before then, I was able to get some pretty you know, big people just within the, like the marketing type world. Mm. Uh, obviously, yes, and I knew a lot of them. Also, that that certainly helped. But um, yeah, I, I, I tell you. People have asked me for interviews. I've rarely have said said no. Let's talk about press releases. Um, I know you're a bit of an SEO guy, and um, certainly things like press releases have been abused to death in the the SEO world. Oh, and yes. uh, the internet's pretty much awash with these things now. Are they still effective for just general PR and exposure? And if they are, what's the you know what what's the step by step process for crafting a press release that's actually going to get some exposure for you? Sure. So what what we've done now that the, the Press releases, the, the old way of doing those really doesn't work anymore because it used to be you'd write those. First is you'd write them for the press to try to get a reporter to pick them up. And then people start found that you could use it for SEO and just throw some links in there, get some SEO benefit. Both those don't work at all anymore. They're, they're completely a waste of, waste of time. But we do something we call uh, authority news releases where it's, it's using – uh, similar type networks as the press stuff. We've had one built out. It's, it's similar. You can do this with some of the, the, like the business wires and I think e-release some of the bigger ones, but we've got, uh, we've got one also that, um, instead of doing it to get the attention of, or trying to get the attention of journalists, you do it, you write it right for your prospect, right? So you, we write them in the same style and format as a typical journalistic news article where the headline is Formed the same way, so it's not you know Brian Horn announces new XXX. It's written actually like a like a news story. Like I'll, it'll be something like you know in response to the the bad economy, uh, you know you know Houston area entrepreneur uh, starts new company or starts you know, starts write, writes a book to help on help entrepreneurs. Something like that, where it's it's not written in a way where it looks self promotional at all. You really write it just like a news article. And we have several different formats of headlines we use, and you put that out there, and you show, and you either get screenshots or you send links of that of those pickups on the impressive sites, like on the like a, you know, a local, like paid by a local CBS station in uh, your area somewhere across, across the country, and you send that out to people in your list or share that on social media, and you get that same type of uh, borrowed authority by by appearing on that site. Um, Again, this is not like the old days where we could put that, use it for SEO and have it sitting at the top of, top of the results for good keywords and get lots of traffic. But you definitely can have it up there for 
um, for like your name or your company name, which a lot of people don't focus on, which is really good because there's a lot of people that right before they decide to do business with you, the last thing they do is go, I'm going to go and Google this, this James Reynolds character and see what Google says about him. And they type in James Reynolds and they see you know, your website, social media, and they go, oh, whatever. But if, if in that also, they also had a number three result that was Yahoo News or an AB, a local ABC station that said, you know, James James Reynolds is a you know an awesome guy or not, not something that 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 uh, <laughs> that one, but something where just taught was an article about about something you were doing. James Reynolds' new new company is is you know setting setting records in his industry, and then it goes through and just talks very. You know, third person, like a journalist that have skin in the game, it just talks about, well, this is what James Reynolds is doing. This is a quote from him. These are some of the results he has. And it becomes very impressive. And they go, wow, so this James Reynolds character is actually being written up by and uh, written about by these news stations. And it has a very, very powerful effect. Yeah. So it's really all about owning your own results. How would you make that happen? Do you advocate um, just keeping one central site and then using, you know, content promotion like this to perhaps get press releases and, you know, news article appearances appearing there? Or I see that you've got a few different properties. Would that be a better strategy to try and own that first page of results? Uh, it's whatever people are wanting to do. It's a, Everything that we do is really for for the the reader and for the customer, we don't even really try for the the, uh, the Google stuff anymore. Anymore, like I used, to. I, mean, I was an SEO guy for a long time, so I'm not anti SEO at all. But I've really found this way works extraordinarily well. I, I think what's what's even working better for me is getting being that writer on different places, not just the like the the big ones like the having to post an entrepreneur, but there's several other places that I that I write for. And I get um, picked up for them. Just just guest guest contributors on. I have that access to do that, and it just works so well. Just having your stuff just absolutely everywhere, um, and putting those little fish hooks out everywhere. And have you got a strategy for that? I mean, you know, there's there's plenty of opportunity out there. The 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 website is a wide ocean. What kind of criteria do you have for for looking at those guest post contribution opportunities to see what's right for you? Uh, one thing that I like to look for is to see where that site's syndicated to. Because there's some that have very, very powerful syndication, like really good. There's some where you can just go and you could, you can pretty much just jump on and uh, become a contributor to, and it's it's syndicated out to like Yahoo News. Um, I've got got one in my little arsenal out. I'm I'll keep this one secret, but it's actually it's it's, it's uh, syndicated to Fox News. Nice and. Yeah, I mean, there is some really cool places where you can where you can uh, find places like that and have your content appear on. But uh, there's one that's a uh, business to community and business the number two community. That one's pretty easy to get. You, know, you can go there and you can apply. I think they ask for you know what, two, three, four, five writing samples. Uh, they do go through. It's nothing automatic about it at all. But uh, you can go through it as long as you have a. Uh, you can write decently, and another thing that they look at is your social media, how active you are on social media, your social media following. Um, but if you hit those points, you're going to probably be able to write for that. And that one gets picked up by Yahoo News, um, so that's a good way to get in there and be, be an actual have your your content on Yahoo News, which is which is very good SEO wise as well. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, Brian, let's get close to wrapping things up there. Have you got any kind of sure. final passing pieces of advice you'd like to pass on to the listeners today? I'd like to give you, I'd like to give them one really cool 
hack is kind of a dirty word. I don't like it. <laughs> but so some uh, uh, we, we described it as an authority hack when we first talked about it on our podcast. And I, I share this with a lot of groups, and everybody, everybody always seems to love it. But it's a good way for you to get some authority fairly easily. Um, and that's using CNN's iReport, which a lot of people may have heard about it, but for those of you that haven't, have you used it, James? I've not used it, so I'm all ears right okay. now. Okay. There's a section on, on CNN. It's iReport, like lowercase iReport.cnn.com. And it's their section of their, uh, their uh, website for citizen journalism. They basically, anybody that's a citizen of the world that wants to write news stories for CNN is welcome to, and your stories will be published. So you can go then, you can go on there, you can, they have uh, assignments of stories they're looking for content on, or you can just submit any type of, uh, any type of news story and be a contributor for CNN. Now I'm going to say this and every person's going to do this wrong and get going to get their first article banned. It happens every time you cannot don't write about yourself. Don't write self-indulgent things. Don't tell people how wonderful you are. Write news stories or the community will ban it. It, it. it gets instantly published, but there's an active community there. And if they can smell marketer or smell somebody's trying to do business with it, they'll flush it out and you'll it'll get knocked out. Just write news stories. And it's it's your purpose of this is not to have people, because I can tell you right now, nobody's going to land on the story and buy and click and, and want to buy from you. You can't even put links on there. So your whole purpose of the thing is just to be a contributor and have news stories, your news stories up on, on CNN's site. So, but what I always tell people to do is just be a, we, once a week, put in a story and then about your news, about your, um, about your niche. And then you're basically a weekly contributor seen in on your topic. Yeah. Right? Nice. So if you're, if your topic is a you know, internet marketing, I'm a you know, weekly contributor to CNN on for internet marketing. It, it creates a powerful punch when you're, when somebody is, when you go to pitch yourself to, um, uh, be a guest on a podcast or a radio show where you want to get in and speak at an event, put that little, you know, put that little designation next to your name and you sound a whole lot cooler. <laughs> and it's a valid point. I mean, there's almost as much opportunity in what you can do post event than there is the actual event itself, right? It's getting those badges on your website saying you're a contributor to, um, and that gives you more exposure, more authority. And ultimately guess, I mean, you can probably charge a bit more for whatever you do as well. Right. Oh, absolutely. And just the, the thing that works really well is you just, it makes selling so much easier. So you, if you people are selling little hiring services, we actually have to get on and talk to people. It makes, you don't, you don't have to, I, I've not had to sell since I started doing this. Yeah. I literally don't. It gets on the phone with me and I ask them what they're doing. I say, oh, here's the solution I think will work best for you. And, and here's a price. And they either say yes or, or no, and that's it. I, I don't have to even sell anymore. It's nothing that they don't want. It's either that they are just not a good fit for it or they say yes and want it. Yeah. It makes it so nice. Yeah. So we mentioned your podcast earlier, and that's, I guess, an, a way that people can go out and find a, a bit more about these uh, these strategies. Where do we go to find that? Go to authorityalchemy.com. There you go. Yeah, we've got a website there. We've got several podcast episodes. We've got some uh, blog posts and also links to all the other cool stuff we're doing. Well, awesome. Thank you, Brian. It's been a pleasure having you on this episode number 50. Complete honor to have you on the, the five zero number show. So thank you for your time and expertise today. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be on the 50th. That's really cool. (laughs) So there you go, listeners, to get all of the resources mentioned by Brian in today's show, plus a few episode bonuses, head on over to trafficjamcast.com forward slash 50. So that was Brian Horn, and that was episode number 50. Now, I just loved the CNN resource that Brian ended with. I'm going to certainly put that into action myself, and I suggest you do too. In fact, I urge you to implement as many of the strategies that Brian shared as possible, because if you're an entrepreneur or you help entrepreneurs, authority marketing is one of the best investments of time you could possibly make. Uh, And talking of time, to help you save some time and implement these strategies faster, I've put together an authority marketing mind map detailing Brian's multi-pronged approach to dominating your niche as the go-to guy or girl. And you can download that authority marketing mind map by going to trafficjamcast.com forward slash 50. That's trafficjamcast.com forward slash 50. And that's about it for episode number 50. If you've been listening into the show for some time and you haven't yet left a review, perhaps you can do so for this landmark episode. The places to review and rate are trafficjamcast.com forward slash iTunes and trafficjamcast.com forward slash Stitcher. We end the show with a traffic jam, of course, chosen by our guest. And Brian Horn has selected Pride by U2. So here's that track and I'll see you back here, well, in about seven days from now.
You've been listening to the Traffic Jam Podcast with James Reynolds. To know more about this program and to subscribe for future episodes, check out the website, trafficjamcast.com.